0: Hello and welcome to Clips of the Good Fight Tattoo Podcast. If you've never listened before, this is conversations I have with people whilst I'm tattooing them. This is just segments of those conversations. So if you enjoy this, if you're tantalized into wanting to listen to the whole episode, I'll put links in the description. In the meantime, hope you enjoy this. You'll have to
1: excuse me for being a little bit idiotic. I don't know what dichotomy means. Um, So dichotomy, the word dichotomy means um, putting against two opposing forces or ideas or systems that tend to work against each other. So that
0: makes sense as to why you'd you'd go
1: with religion and queerness as going against each other. A dichotomy is placing them against each other and looking at similarities, differences, and trying to create a discourse and say, well, how do they work in antagonise each other and work together. Being brought up in a rel- with a religious parent and in a church of England school um, as a queer kid, it was, there was a, constantly, a, for me, a haze of what I'm being taught. Versus what you feel. Um, versus what I feel. So have you always
0: identified as queer from a young age? So what is it that sort of has changed your definition now
1: where you identify as queer rather than homosexual? Um, education okay. and educating myself on... Can I get you to bend
0: your wrist back yeah. a little? Yeah, perfect.
1: Um, Educate myself on my own policies and views and laws and growing up as an adult and finding a sense of my own identity mm-hmm. um, and living alone in education what i'm studying it's all shaped how i identify and how i choose to perform so so there's
0: a question from you know i'm pushing 40 so there's a question from someone who's pushing 40 do you think you'll change from now or do you think you've you've sort of sorted your personality
1: your identity um, out and that will continue with you for the rest of your life i don't i wouldn't say i would ever say i'm Set in my way mm. because, like I said, the idea of like art and life and its performative uh, things change, situations change. Um, I don't think I'll ever change my sexuality. No, and I'd assume I'd assume by now. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> uh, and like the idea of like gender being performative, which is discussed by the scholar Judith Butler. Uh, it's like a construct sex is the biological thing and gender is something that's a construct of uh, a binary of where you perform um, um i mean only in modern gender politics yeah um i mean
0: historically gender was just to define your your genitals at birth because it comes from it all comes from the same latin terms doesn't it so that's where it that's what it was originally intended modern gender politics uh, as far as i understand it came around sometime in the
1: late 60s early 70s is that right yeah they did um and there's some discussions before that as well but a lot of the modern stuff is from then but um um if you look into a lot of like medical reports there is like a confusion between what they are because when you apply for jobs or on medical reports a lot of the time when it says what's your sexuality for yeah. example uh transgender is one of the options. But then that isn't something to do about your sexual attraction. Being trans, that's something to do with how you want to perform your gender. So then there's that, obviously, distinction where there's a blurring of mm. where does it sit. And, so um,
0: so the, the whole discussion around gender and, um, and how people uh, identify themselves, essentially, to me, seems to be the difference between gender being part of your personality and who you define yourself as a character, your own opinion of yourself, whereas your sex is what you are physically, biologically. Yeah, right. and
1: that's why a lot of um, trans people take the label like um, female to male or male to female trans because they understand that their biological sex at birth isn't of what they perform.
0: Because I think what a lot of people seem to confuse is the difference uh, I think probably a lot of people who have nothing to do with the subject confuse the idea of like what you're as you put it performing so your identity as to who you are and how people perceive themselves biologically so I think where people get confused with the whole discussion is they assume that when people say I'm female when they have a biologically male body is that people assume that what they're saying is they
1: biologically have a female body when they have a male body yeah which a lot of them Mo- all of them aren't saying, and a lot of media is created to um, I think a lot of the issues that seem to have uproar aren't as uproar as people cares. Being part of that community um, you see that um, a lot of it is put upwardly and it just makes that any issue that we do put forward that is serious or rights human rights towards people of colour or um, people of the LGBT BTQ plus community anything suddenly just eradicated and wiped off as um, as like it's not um, worth listening to. Yeah I
0: think the problem with that is uh, probably extremists (laughs) because you get extremists of all forms and people who are extreme about those sorts of things make it then very difficult for everyone to take anyone who's not extreme and who wants to talk and discuss things reasonably to, to yeah. It makes it difficult to take that seriously. So, how do you perform? How how do you perform your gender? What does that mean to you?
1: Um, it's a mixture of. Um, it's, it's
0: a term that I think a lot of people aren't yeah. going to be familiar with or really necessarily understand. Um,
1: for me, gender performativity comes from the performance of um, feelings and emotions um, to subconscious, often seen in surrealism stuff. That's why I'm a massive fan of surrealism, so your subconscious um thoughts and feelings, and outwardly to fashion fashion uh, and self identity um, and vanity is a massive part of how you want to express your gender as well
0: because like to me, this is one of the things that i don't understand about it is. How it's any different from your personality, as in, like, uh, so if I identify as a punk, or if someone identifies as a rockabilly, or how they identify in that term, yeah, how it's any different?
1: Obviously, I've had issues with questioning um, my gender identity, and that came from me personally. When I went to the doctors, I had an imbalance of hormones, um, and right,
0: so, um. If you don't mind me asking, so you had an, and only if you don't mind me asking, obviously this is very personal information to you. Yeah. When you say an imbalance of hormones, what do you mean? Do you mean like um, testosterone to estrogen? Yeah, yeah. So, in what way did you have an imbalance of hormones?
1: It was a thing where obviously I couldn't control it, it was a thing of my own genetics and it just happened. Um, I still do have an imbalance, but um, I got put on medication which is actually for female breast cancer patients um, which is called tamoxifen Uh, What was the purpose of that? It was to reduce the oestrogen because breast cancer is obviously an overload of um, oestrogen and other hormones and there's a hormone imbalance within this tissue and I had a lot of issues with that so it was an idea to either level that out or imbalance it to make testosterone higher I think the issue is um, there's no black or white, uh, which I think a lot of people want. They want a yes or no answer. And the idea that um, it is a mixture of um, biological things and genetic makeup and chromosomes and a mixture of social learned performance from, um, from growing up. I don't think so do you mean like societal uh, ideas you, of how men and women behave yeah ideals and how you react to that and how you decide and I think people don't grasp that so that's possible to have a working relationship between the two so to, to ask a question right mm. um, and there's a lot of different
0: different opinions on this do you think there's anything that is innately a male trait or innately a female trait That's something that I do appreciate, is that one of the things that that often gets talked about is what's right and wrong. And, there and that always right frustrates me, because there's no such thing as right and wrong. No. It's just right and wrong by what you
1: consider to be um, now. I'd prefer to say agree and disagree, because just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean that, and you uh, don't agree with me, so doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It just means we have different values within the way that we live in the world oh, absolutely uh, what so what do you think of things like we've talked
0: about it on the podcast before uh hate speech laws that's a very fair and reasonable point i think it has to go both ways though as well yeah I think there
1: has to be some idea uh, yeah and i think most people a lot of people tend to be um read within the community lgbt community as if we're so irate as soon as you do something wrong we're like mouth off and we're like massive like left-wing speakers well uh, i've, I've I, had
0: experience of that myself
1: i think people have had experience of it and it, like it's such a minority and people tend like i said earlier on in a conversation people canonize that just because it's one thing yeah and like that seems to stick in their brain 99 people could say one thing but yeah
0: thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please do all of the good things like like and subscribe and leave a review. It means a lot if you do, but most importantly, share it around. Tell people about this podcast. That's the only way it's going to grow. Thanks very much. Have a nice day.